Hey man, say man. It is Niggas and Fucking Lawrence. Today we have Kingpin King. What's up, y'all? Missed y'all. Ready to do this podcast. Yes, sir. And then we also have, of course, your lovely brown skin. I'm not going to say too much, but Playboy Pope. And, you know, it's crazy, bro, because it's officially been a year of the podcast, you know, which, which is mind-boggling to me. Like, there's just been so much, so many ups and downs, there's so many so many factors, so many, you know, things we've had to achieve, and we've achieved some of it, but, you know, we're not stopping there, you know, there's still more to accomplish. A year really is crazy, too, because I know I haven't been here since the beginning, I haven't been always around like that, but I was around just watching them do the thing uh, way back when, when we were still living on the hill. Um, oh, yeah. you know, never get together, get the, uh, what used to be uh, the old group together, do this podcast. I definitely listened to some of the older shit. I still, and I definitely got to say it's come a long way. Lots of improvements, lots of ups and downs, but you know, it's been thriving still. It's just crazy to see it. And I'm just so glad to be a part of it now, to be honest. So, you know, to year one, hopefully get a couple more. Of course, of course, of course. And so... You know, today, you know, we, we got a cu- we got a couple of topics today. You know, I'm gonna let um I'm gonna let King, you know, do his thing, kind of, you know, get us into it. Okay, first I'm gonna start by talking about the patio party. Patio party three held by Alpha Gang at uh what was it, Leroy? Nah, it wasn't Leroy's. Forgot the forgot the exact bar location, but it was on Mass Street. Yep. Gotta say, I thought it was pretty smooth. I thought they did uh, did another successful patio party. I think they're three for three right now. They really are shit, you know, you know, they shooting 100% right now, everything was tough as fuck, you know, they were, you know, even like, you know, we got there early, they were just so welcoming and shit, you mm-hmm. know, like Alpha Gang, you know, Taylor Vogue, just everyone else, just, they were just, I don't know, it, it just felt like, you know, we were meant to be there, and they just treated us like family, and I really respected that, I really liked that about that. Yeah, and, um, you know, and if you didn't know, uh, so Alpha Gang throws these parties from time to time, uh, so far there's been three patio parties. You know, what's real cool about it is that they got an open bar. So, not an open bar. Not an open bar. It wasn't... Wait, what's an open bar? When when you could just order drinks and you don't got to pay for them? I think so, yeah. No, it wasn't an open... You still got to pay for them, but they got a bar in the spot, right? So, you can get drinks there and shit. Um, they had a pool table. That pool table was being used for everything except for playing pool on it. We both... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to talk about that in this one. <laughs> Uh, I was I was ooh I was in my mode <laughs> I was in my mode y'all um and yeah so it started at, once again uh the peak time I would say when things really start getting lit is probably around eleven thirty they usually open doors around ten yeah so expect to come around that time you just want to hop right into the party it was cool though uh I was chopping up with the bartenders they was cool staff was cool up until uh. <laughs> the the pool table people was getting a little a little wild this shit was funny though type shit yeah and then she was smooth we did a couple of inf- interviews there as I've been informing some of y'all who know me and um got a good a lot of good content it was a fun vibe too well, played some bangers they did yeah they had DJ Crossfire I think that's his name yep. as the DJ pretty good job I gotta say I think he's definitely up there of the DJs I've heard and learned so far it's pretty smooth pretty smooth yeah, one of the things that I like was just like the smooth transitions that he had. Um, you know, everybody was getting lit no matter what. You know, mm-hmm. whether you was you was you know the main attraction, the pool table, mm-hmm. everyone was just dancing and interactive. Or even if you was outside or in the back of the bar, just even at the booths. So you know that shit was crazy. But you know, 
let's get back to the pool table, the main attraction. Fuck. You know, there was a lot of dancing going on around the pool table. Yeah. And there was a little bit of dancing on top of the pool table. Yeah. So who was dancing on top of the pool table? Now listen, I'll, I ain't gonna name no names, but I will I will take some uh, accountability. I, I got up there. Uh, so me and a bunch of these other other dudes, we was just the life of the party. We was hitting it on the on the um, pool table, bro. That shit was so fun, bro. That shit was, that shit was so fun. But then pretty soon we got told to get the fuck down, right? Um, so yeah, we did. You know, uh, it was good while it lasted, but for some reason, uh, I don't know. I don't know what was going on with me. I was I was oiled up, y'all. I was I was way too oiled up. Uh, I decided to get up there again. Now, if you want the honest answer, in my, uh, the, uh, let me see, not right mind, I was just thinking, damn, these niggas are not getting lit enough. I always felt like, why is nobody, I felt like everybody's energy was not where it needed to be. I was really feeling like I was that nigga to get it all up, so I decided to get on the table again. But then, quickly, very quickly, one of the niggas that worked for the bar looked at me and pointed at me, get the fuck down. I was like, nigga was not with the gimmicks. Yeah, he was not with the gimmicks at all. But I mean, hey. That shit was so embarrassing. I felt so bad. Man. But you know, but no. Fuck all that, though, because it's not like I caused damage to it. You want to talk about damage, we should talk about the fucking spill on it. That wasn't me, though. But you know what? Yeah, I'm a. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spit. I'm. A, I'm not gonna dwell on it. Nah, bro, and it's funny because like, you know, it literally said don't have any drinks on the pool table. I don't know what the fuck was going on, but there's just a big ass spot on that fucking pool table, and it was there the entire fucking night. Mm-hmm. Usually, shit dries up. That did not dry at all. No, that bitch is permanent. <laughs> but let's let's talk about let's talk about the party. You know, there was there was a lot of ass shaking. Yeah, yeah. You know, we saw some. We saw some people from sororities, fraternities, you know, do the, do their thing. Yep. Yeah. For what I could recognize, got a couple of Devon and I got the had the Kappas, AKs. Uh who else we had in there? Then we had some Q's in there too. The AKs got me. <laughs> I'm weak. And then I think that's pretty much it too. Yeah, but you know, there was I don't know why, but tell me why. Um Everyone just decided to kind of, like, get booed up, you know, towards the end. Like, I don't know if you saw, but on the opposite side of the pool table from me, there's a couple just full-on just making out for, like, an no, hour and a half. No, bro, no. I know about them niggas, because you know why? I was at the end of the pool table you talking about. Them niggas were right behind me yep. fucking kissing, like... Like, bro, raise the fuck up off me. Like, hey, push back. Exactly. <laughs> push back. Like, I understand, you know, if, if you go, you know, to, like, a party with your boo, you know, that's what, you, that's what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to go by yourself. But the fact that you at the main attraction just acting like no one's there, that is a no You can make out, too. Like, you can do that a little bit. But don't be just, like, standing there the whole Thanks. fucking party Before just locking lips. For, like, an hour and a half. Like, pushing against my back. Like, I'm acting like your support. Like, nigga, get the fuck off me. I'm trying to... <laughs> I'm trying to be teased. Y'all gotta give some niggas some room, and y'all gotta be able to breathe. Oh god! But nah, that that shit was that shit was fun as hell. I swear. Oh, bro, I hit. Oh, I had the best like little uh, instance again. Sturdy, I've had in a while. That was my best performance. Y'all don't know. I really be. Oh, I really be hitting that motherfucker. Don't talk to me if you can't get more sturdy than me. Oh, that's all I'm gonna say. And we could really see about that one too anytime. Exactly. I'll take that as a challenge. If, if y'all want to challenge this nigga at getting sturdy, come to Spooky Fest 
and y'all can get sturdy one on one. Whoever wins, y'all gotta get the fuck out. I mean, whoever loses, y'all gotta get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, I promise you, that will not be me. I'll still be there getting my content up, nigga. So fuck off. All right, and then um, recent events, Kanye. Recent events, yes. So. I really, really just want to talk about this man, Kanye, today. Because Kanye, the man who's dropped so many just musically sound albums, one after another, can honestly be considered a genius genius in his craft if you really just look at his songs, to be honest. I think he, I think anything less would be selling him short. That man is very musically talented. He is. But recently, people have been saying he's been tarnishing his legacy with everything that's been going on. As we know, Kanye hasn't always been the most mentally stable person, I would say. And I believe we're probably in another uh, prime time of one of his, we could say episodes. We'll say episodes. Yeah, most definitely. I feel like, you know, what he's been doing recently is just very controversial. You know, just like throughout everybody, just the different opinions and views on things. You know, I don't have like, you know, the full story or like, I don't have like all the facts of the shit he's done. But, you know, just one of the things that I saw, like, when I was just on, like, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and shit like that, was him having that, that White Lives Matter shirt. And that was, that was something. Yeah. I remember him saying, like, along the lines of, like, saying, like, I wore it, because, like, basically him saying, like, White Lives do matter, you know, and that's, like, him, like, like why I wore it, because it, it does matter. It's, like, a fact, White Lives Matter type shit. And I get where he's coming from. I, I see where he's coming from. And I agree with what he's saying. White lives do also matter. And this started a time where we talk about all oh, minorities. We can sometimes also, you know, uh, exclude some people. Like, um, all lives matter. And that includes white lives, black lives, brown lives, all types of lives. Right? So, it's included in there. You feel me? Yeah. I just, my problem is, I feel like you could say it in a different way. Because with that specific phrasing, it's like a... Uh, it's almost like mocking Black Lives Matter. Yeah, most definitely. And Black Lives Matter is a movement to kind of say that, you know, there's just been so much, like, oppression. You know, like, there was segregation not, like, not even that long ago, if we really think about yeah, it. Really, yeah, Slavery, yeah. all that shit, you know. And it's just a sense of, like, freedom is just saying, you know, like, black people are here and their lives matter. Like, you know, their lives aren't, they don't mean less than, you know, everyone else who's above them, like, we're minorities, and, you know, yeah. we have to matter as well, and I feel like Kanye's kind of taking it and just saying, like, you know, yeah, black lives matter, but, you know, white lives matter too, like, what about white lives and shit like that, but, you know, that's just my take on it, and, um, I don't know if, like, what was her name, what was it, like, Bob Marley's granddaughter, or some shit, I, I forgot who the, but it was, it was, know. it was someone's granddaughter, someone's daughter, who is all about, you know, the Black Panther Party, black people, all that shit. And it surprised me when she had that shirt on, but, you know, to each their own, if that's what you want to do, hey, but... Type shit, you know? And so... <clears throat> and then he went even further on that, too, though, saying, like, Black Lives Matter was, like, a scam and all that. Um, But some, what a lot of people don't actually know, may not know, is that um the actual Black Lives Matter organization... That actually was a scam. If y'all didn't know, the heads of it took a lot of the money um, that they acquired through, like, you know, a bunch of fundraisers, donations, shit like that, and actually bought, like, million-dollar estates and houses for, like, them and their family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you didn't know, this is supposed to be a non-profit organization, right? So instead of putting all the money that they made back into the organization, they took the extra shit and, you know, 
you know, they got paid, they paid themselves handsomely off of it. Yeah. So, if he's referring, I believe he was referring to that, that's actually partly true, but, um, you know, that just made a lot of people upset, because obviously, the Black Lives Matter movement, that's very prevalent, and that's not a scam, that's a very powerful thing, a lot of people hold that dearly. Yeah. You know, any any member of the black community does, really, me included. Yeah, but, you know, it's, it's crazy to me, because, you know, I know, I know that, like, Kanye's in a lot of backlash for this. You know, at the same time, I feel like none of this shit, like, you know, like, all the media and the shit that he's just saying, like, I, like at the end of the day, I'm not going to hold you. It's not going to affect this nigga. He, he a rich-ass person. No, rich Kanye ass doesn't give a fuck, he, he really doesn't. And it's crazy to me that, like, you know, like, going back to, like, social media from last week, mm-hmm. you know, just, just the fact of, like, um, you know, social media can be used in very powerful ways, you know, for, you know, for the better, for the worse, you know, He's kind of using it, you know, in his own way. You know, there's there's some good, there's some bad. But at the end of the day, this nigga just does not give a fuck. And he'll just post whatever he wants on his social media. Mm. And it's crazy to me because at the end of the day, he's going to get paid no matter what. Oh, he, yeah. He's still getting monthly checks. He's, he's paid. <laughs> like, it, it's, like I, just, I just don't understand it, but. Type shit. You know, in this, one was, like, as we said, uh, using social media, how profit could be. Um, we saw over the internet how him and Diddy got into it a little bit. Him commenting, um, what's the fucking, uh, on the uh, White Lives Matter shirt. Um, him saying, like, you know, why are you doing this to your people? Are you even black? He even went as far as to tell him to bleach his skin. Um, and so that started a little... I think it was a Twitter feud, I think, yep. um, mm-hmm. of a few back and forth with Kanye retaliating. Um, and uh, sadly enough, he even put in some anti-Semitic comments um, and even said, like, Diddy, you're working for the Jews or some shit like that. Yep. And Diddy's working for the Jews. And um, so a lot of people been just really, I don't even know the word to describe, like, just so taken aback by all that, just to see him making these types of comments. Now, even me, I love Kanye. I, I try my best to, like, give him as much leeway as I can. But um, I, even I can't really support, you know, anti-Semitic comments like that yeah, or most, stuff like that. Most definitely. But, you know, enough about Kanye because... Man, we could go on about that forever. Huh? Yeah, and I'm tired of this nigga. So, okay. we just going to go, move on. To go to a different rapper, Lil Baby. Oh my God! This nigga album was premium. <laughs> that shit was hard. Premium. That shit was hard. I can say this confidently: no misses at all. No misses. No skips on the album. There's just good out. There's just good songs, and a whole lot of great songs on that bitch. Yup. And it was funny to me because, like, you know, I haven't listened to like the full album yet, but there was one song that no, there was two songs. He was talking about like. His um his little like relationship or like him messing around with Sweetie, and he, like he said he said this like bitch posted me without like her permission she got me fucked up, and I was like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But well, he's really that nigga for real to be honest. The really whole is. the whole album to me felt like a I was like a uh it felt like a very triumphant album to me. That's how it felt to me. Yeah, he's like at this fucking top peak of rap now and it's very undeniable to say that he's not which is his flow is just immaculate bro I think <laughs> I always talk about this nigga flow but it really is immaculate I really think it really is it's just, it's just so smooth and I feel like you know no matter what like 
this little baby is someone that like everyone can rock out to. You know, whether mm-hmm. it's just like you know, people who just, just listen to straight rap, people who listen to like other genres. You know, like there's just like little babies for everyone. Whether it's just new shit, is old shit, most recent shit, it doesn't fucking matter. This nigga's for everyone, and he doesn't miss. He doesn't. So, um, so I, uh, I just gotta give that album. If I had to give it a rating out of ten. I say about a nine point, a nine point six, nine point six, nine point five, nine point six. So no skip album, straight bangers. You can listen to everyone on repeat, full blast, for the entire car ride. Like we talking, like if it's nine point six and it's no skips, you will you'll be able to learn every every word to the song confidently, and rock out to that shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I I think I could have this whole album on repeat the whole day, and I think I'd just be just fine, to be honest. Okay. I really think so. I really think so. But um, I know there's a lot of new music coming up that people are excited for. I know one being Kodak Black's album. Um. Yeah. You already released three songs that are gonna be on it. Um, I'm awesome. Uh, Walk and Spin. Walk and Spin coming in their own little EP. That should go hard. No, that shit was, bro. This nigga Kodak is in his bag, bro. If y'all haven't go, if y'all haven't listened to Walk and Spin, crazy, bro. I swear. So I'm really, I'm really truly excited for this album because I think this is gonna be some of the best, uh, some of the best Kodak stuff we've had in a moment, and um, I think this is really gonna cement his spot in everybody's minds that oh, he's also a top tier contender in rap, along with Little Baby. I'll even add to that. Yeah. So, I'm really looking forward to that. Definitely, but a rap that I'm really not looking fucking forward to is NBA Youngboy. That nigga, I'm sorry, he is shit. That nigga is dog water, okay? I don't care what y'all said. Oh my god, NBA Youngboy. No, that's Herpy Man. That's crazy. Fuck Herpy Man, okay? No, because do you know what this nigga named his fucking new album coming up? Ma, I got a family, right? Yes. Nigga, you been had a fucking family. <laughs> you been had one. Why are you saying that shit now, nigga? Nigga's like on this. Yeah, any on this, like, tense child? Yes. Tense child? What you mean, Ma, I got a... F- no, nigga, you been had a family. You got nine more. And see, I don't know if you saw this shit yet, but he, um... He was talking about hitting ten projects before the year. Uh, before the year ends. Bro. So, ten albums, all in all. I, I don't think al- uh, Young Boy's shit. I actually think he can be really good, uh, sometimes. Um, a lot of times, actually. Like, his last album, beautiful, beautiful. Not, hold on, let me see the name. It was a, this is one right before, uh, 3,100 Degrees. Yeah, I, I But, um, y'all know what I'm talking about. No, I, I, the last song, so I, I don't know why I could, couldn't <laughs> remember that. But, um, my problem with that is him releasing 10 Project is, like, you just don't care enough about the craft at that point. Like, we may talk about rappers taking so long to uh release albums and it take like i don't know maybe less than two a year maybe less than one every three years but that's because niggas were really dedicated into like perfecting the sound getting each individual second of it just uh musically perfect you know but with young boy i feel like he's really just getting in the booth um getting up to the mic talking his shit real fast and calling this song um which i don't i think that's why a lot of the songs just have a very similar vibe to it, not a lot of uh, difference between them. And I think that's going to be a real big downfall for him coming up if he does follow through with that. 
just the lack of care he's putting into this working craft. Like opposed to Slamso, which I thought he put a lot of effort into. Yeah. I'm, I thought Slamso was amazing. Yeah, and like what, like going back to what like what you said, like you know, I'm putting like ten songs out, ten albums out before the, like the year, whatever the fuck it was. That's what. Like you know, you could look at it from two ways. Either you know this was shit that you know he already he already recorded like throughout the years, and he's putting it out now, or he's doing quality. I mean, he's doing quantity over quality, and a lot of people aren't gonna say that, and I feel like that's really gonna like you know, a lot of people who dick suck the fuck out of young boy are gonna say that shit is amazing the most beautiful thing I ever heard in my ears I'm in love with it now if we're being honest you know some people love it hate it whatever just think it's still gonna get paid but I feel like there's gonna be more like negative views towards his towards those 10 albums if he's doing quantity over quality that's what I'm saying like I don't think from a uh, from an artist standpoint that's gonna do too good for his career yeah, because I would rather listen to, like, you know, there's just one artist called, I, I, I can't, I'm gonna fuck up his name, but it's like Cosmo or some shit like that. And when he first started, I remember he had one song. You said Cosmo? Yes. You don't know my... Yes! That nigga. <laughs> That's just my shit. There was, he had, he had, he had Pretty Girl, mm-hmm. You Don't Know My Name, and Give Me Head. Those three songs. I would, bro, when all of those, when all those three came out, like, when he took, when he, uh, the Pretty Girl one dropped. And all those songs were out. I listened to those three songs on repeat for about a month. I did not care if he dropped anything else. Those were all the things I needed. Now, if he was to drop like 20 songs and they were all shit, I would not listen to a single thing. So, I prefer quantity over quality. I don't know what you prefer. See, I don't know. Is it? Mm. Okay. (laughs) So, like, let's take Kendrick, for example, my favorite rapper. Okay. I... It was fiending for another album after damn. Fiending for it. Needed it. Needed it bad in my life. But when I got um Mr. Mor Mr. Morale, the back the Sasha the Big Stepper, like I can see why he took his time and I appreciated that he took his time because he delivered a fucking masterpiece of an album. Beautiful book. True masterpiece. Yep. Um so even though I hated it, I could really understood the uh, him just striving for quality. But I do get on the other side, too, of just how it's nice to have a constant stream of music from your favorite artists. Like, Tory Lanez, that nigga drops very consistently. If you're a Tory fan, which I am, you're never without. You always got music of his to uh, listen to, which I think is nice. Youngboy, I think he actually has a lot of talent to drop continuous albums. And they're pretty good. At least they're, like, they're not shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and to drop that many for them to... Uh, to have at least a, that standard of quality among them. I thought that was actually very talented. Um, I just, um, just going back to, it, I just feel like he's kind of pushing his limits, and I just don't think he's gonna be able to live, uh, live up to it. Well, that uh, ten albums. He yeah. said, he said before the year's over. Yeah. So see, ten projects in the year twenty twenty two. See, and what's crazy about that is that it's already October, so he has. So this one coming out. Ooh, I don't know which number it is though. He has November, December. You got two months to drop the rest of your shit. Yeah, I don't know. And I, I just feel like that's just a lot of albums. A lot of, you know, if you want to do albums, projects, episodes, whatever, that's just a lot because even some of the artists that we know, mm. they take their time with their stuff. Exactly. You know, it's not like they're trying to drop, like, 20 things out or, you know, it's not, they're, it's not like they're trying to do, like, one album, and then the next right after that, and then the next right after that, they're dropping, you know, little shit, you know, whether it's just an EP, whether it's just one song, and then the album, 
But I just, I don't know. I just can't see the rest of those albums getting done in like two months. Yeah, I really don't know either. Um, this nigga really has dropped a good couple of albums. Huh? Two, four, six, eight. Yeah, so we'll see. Young Boy's always been an interesting topic. Real yeah. interesting topic. So who knows? He might come to surprise all of us. And if he does, I'm here for it. Yep. New shit to be banging, to just be banging in my car. Uh, max volume windows down type shit scaring all the white people as usual love it you know that's I'm not gonna that's one of the you know it's one of the things that I love about you know blasting how, how we went back when you know talking about you know the music and if it affects people you know mm-hmm. in order to you know and it just influences them and it's it's funny to me cause you know if, if you roll down your window and you know you're playing Taylor Swift no one's gonna pay you no fucking minds but you know if you play this song, first of all, shout out niggas from Baltimore because y'all all know this shit. It's called Guns and Bells. It goes Guns and Bells, Glocks and Shells. I'm a shooter bitch, I might go to hell. I know some secrets that I never would tell. Good guess, but we come take a snow. If you play that shit, if I like, I play that shit, mm. windows down, full blast. I'd be going out Iowa, playing that shit. Heads turn, look at me, like I'ma kill them. Or like, you know, like, there was one time I was driving into the gas station, Route 66. Yeah. Right, you know, right on that corner of 23rd in Iowa. I was right there. Next thing I know, I'm playing that shit, or I'm playing something else, and I saw a mom, you know, she looks at me, she grabs her child, like, 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 she's like, like, pulls like the nigga torture, like, like, come here, Jimmy, don't worry about that nigga. I'm like, like, that's like, that's crazy, because I'm playing a song. Like, you don't know shit about me. Like, I'm the type, like, come on now. I'm about to be a doctor. I'm studying biochemistry. And you telling your son to not fuck with me because I'm playing a song? Like, I, type shit. But, you know, there be there be some people that, they be bumping it. Even, like, them old people, they be like, <laughs> they be like I like the beat. I like, this. it goes, I like it. Turn it up. I love when old people like new music. I think it's heartwarming. It's <laughs> sweet. <laughs> that's just funny as fuck to For me, bro. Real. Yeah, that's just funny as hell. And going back to what you talking about, like, it's funny too, cause I today I really felt it t- today, cause today I stepped out um with a with just a jacket and a beater on. I have my do rag to my hood over my head for the most part, so I guess I was looking a little, I don't know, I I don't even know. I thought I was comfortable and I felt good, so fuck it. That's all that matters. Yeah. If I could just tell, um, I was just walking around campus, you know, just um, you know, the the normal people, <laughs> the normal people is like, you know. You just peep that little side eye they give you, that little sight pulling their, like, uh, belongings closer to them when you walk past. You know, you just feel that shit, and you can just kind of see that subtle shit. It's like, damn. Sometimes that shit really be getting to me. Like, I really like I really intimidate people like that just from, like, how I just casually dress. And, and yeah, that's one, one thing that's crazy to me. Like, us dressing comfortably is intimidating to people. And it's like... Like, yeah, like that would just be being comfortable. Exactly. Like they don't know a thing about us. You know, we walk out in sweats, a hoodie, you know, a do rag or some shit. You know, they think we in the hood. If we have a bonnet on, niggas think we're ghetto as fuck. And that's one of the thing I wanted to talk. I've been wanting to step out of my bonnet for so long, but I know niggas will have something to say about it. That's what I'm saying, and it's crazy to me because we're just trying to be comfortable as hell. All like all you people get to wear your little fucked up looking hats and shit, and <laughs> little long ass some like not some barrels but for doors, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Y'all look stupid as fuck. And I'm not gonna call you out on it. If I wanna wear a bonnet or shit, y'all gonna get on my dick. Call me a raggedy hoe. Sometimes I just wake up with a bad hair day. And I just don't want people to see see the head. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, bro. Like like that's like that shit is this is it's a necessity for us. Yeah. 
And I don't know. I just feel like like that's just got to change. It's just people are always assuming that, you know, we're hoodlums, we're thugs, or just some shit like that. Just because we want to dress comfortably. Like, you know, and um, it's just kind of funny to me, too, because, like, that's how people don't talk about that m- modern issue enough. Uh, honestly, I feel like not as much anymore. You know, I feel like people really get, I think we're kind of getting back to a place where, like, people think a lot of racism and just, like, like, you don't belong here, nigger. Get the fuck out of here. Go back to your country. It's not. It's not. At least in the cities, um, it's not really like that. People aren't that bold as they used to be. And, you know, people are a lot smarter. They know if they do that, <laughs> that's a very bad look for them. Never getting a job for the rest of your life. That goes on the internet anywhere type shit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they really adapted. You know, it's just really. It's a really just lot smaller shit now. Yeah, yeah, and it's crazy that you know you talk about like people saying like certain words and saying get out of here, nigga. Slicker shit. It's just yeah, yeah, like like shit like that, and just like it, you know, some some of them being smarter because there's the internet now and people know how to use it. Um, earlier today I saw some shit like I like I I didn't even this wasn't even planned, but like I don't take that scrolling and there's this white woman calling this little girl. She said nigger, 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 nigger. Like she, like she was just saying the n word so many times, and she had it was a little girl. Mm. I'm talking like elementary school type shit. She's saying that, she's like, she's calling her all these words, like, all these fucked up shit, and it gets around to the point where niggas find her Facebook, and they get on her ass. They are on her, like, mm. like that, and it happened, like, I want to say, like, a couple days ago, and it's just crazy to me how just some people are just that fucked up just to say things like that to little ass kids. Yeah, and you know, I just think, um, and they're just hitting certain demographics too, like um, that just don't get as much recognition. Um, like, like the um, what really, what really be really fucked up a lot of the times too is like the the weird black kid stereotype. Yup. Um, them niggas, <laughs> they be getting dogged some of the worst because one getting dogged by the white people, obviously. Um, yep. for being whatever awkward, fat, yada yada yada. Black, like liking weird shit, and also on top of being black, yeah. and then fucked up enough, you get it from their own people too. Just not really fucking doing what I'm saying. You know they're weird, yada yada yada. Um, some even going into um, like you not like us, yada yada yada. Not even black type shit. Yeah, like people saying you know like that's white people shit. Yeah, like <laughs> God, <laughs> you know like I'm not gonna hold you like I, I say that shit a lot too. I say that shit a lot, but it's not towards someone. I'm not saying, like, bro, like, you be doing white people shit. Like, you know, if... It's in a... Yeah, no, I see what you're talking about because I do the same thing, but it's in a very different context. Mm-hmm. Like, Because when you're saying it to someone who's black, <laughs> that shit's very weird. A lot of people said that to me growing up when I was black, especially because I, I was a very proper-talking kid when I was younger. I well, talked very properly. Yeah, and that shit'll hurt. <laughs> yeah, that had me... That had me thinking, like, damn, like... Like, what the... F- How do I not belong to nobody type shit? God, I don't lie. I was the weird black kid back um, coming up, you know? This shit, they, that man. shit had his own struggles. I'm not gonna hold you. I was too, like, growing up, you know, I, you know, I, my parents was divorced and shit, so I'd go see, like, you know, my dad on weekends. My stepbrother and sister would be there, and, you know, they'd be, you know, listening to hip-hop and shit, and, you know, Lil Wayne, Kanye, Drake, shit like that. Yeah. But, you know, I spend most of my time with my mom. I'm over here, you know, she's Hispanic and shit, so, you know, we listen to pop or, you know, like, even, like, even, like, my aunt, like, my, my uncle's wife, you know, she, she's white, so, you know, 
I would spend a lot of time with my cousins. She would be playing pop and shit like that. So, you know, I'd be listening to Megan Trainer and shit like that. Yeah. I didn't know going to my dad's house. Early on, I learned not to play that shit around them because that was considered white people shit. I'd be getting clowned on, dogged on and shit like mm. that. So I was like, all right, something's got to change. You know, if I want to fit in with the black community, I got to I gotta change myself. And, you know, looking back on that, like, you don't got to do that shit. Like, it's, it's just crazy to me. Like, just... Be, just keep it in 100 and just being yourself at all times. Exactly. It's just, that, that's where the real power is at. Like, you don't need to fake who you are. You don't not, don't need to lie about who you are. You don't need to do all that shit to, to be light. It's, it's not worth it. Staying true to yourself is, that's worth more than a lot of shit in life. Yeah. And I've come to realize that. And, and people will fuck with you more if they know who you really are instead of you, you know, trying to be someone you're not. So at the end of the day... That's just gonna bite you in your fucking ass. Mm-hmm. It's gonna bite you in your ass. You gonna fuck up relationships, lose a bunch of friends, and it's just it's it's not gonna be a positive thing. You feel you just feel better too. You just feel comfortable just being yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a cooler feeling instead of the fake something all the time. That's you know, it, it don't don't do that to be cool at all, bro. That's just a sign of insecurity for real. It really, yeah. And on top of that, it's just so much work because that's something mm-hmm. like. If you want to fit in, you have to stay on top of that, do it every single day until it becomes a habit. And you don't want that. It's just so much easier to be yourself. Like, mm-hmm. shit, I'm not going to hold you. Sometimes I'll be rolling the windows down. I'll be listening to my Megan Trainer. I'll be listening to my um, Bonna Del Rey, my Calvin Harris. <laughs> like, I'm not going to hold you. Like, they got some bangers. And, you know, like, like granted, you know, some niggas not going to like that to the car. So, you know, we got... Got different playlists and shit. Mm. But if it's just me and the car, like, I don't care. I'll blast that shit happily. I'll, I'll sing it word for word. I don't care. And, you know, it's just so much easier instead of just trying to put on, like, a fake persona. Oh, and just doing so much extra work for for what validation for people that you you might not even see. Oh, God. Like some, like, some for me, it was just, like, it was all about covering up my flaws. But really, I really should have just been embracing my strengths. Because, like... Um, I I know that I'm just a cool dude. I'm just a chill dude. A lot of people can, a lot of people feel comfortable around me. A lot of people are welcomed by me, you know. And I should really, you know, just be that and be who I am instead of trying to. I don't know. Fuck off. Be whatever I would. I don't know. I don't even know, fam. Hey man, I feel you. So you know, from now on, if you black, Hispanic, you know, Asian, Middle Eastern, you know, Indian, like. I know I'm missing a bunch, but you know, if you, if you, if you whoever, are whoever, if you are a person of color, white, I don't, you know, white included, you know, just anybody, don't, whoever. you know, be yourself, you know, for all you black people. If y'all want to go outside and with bonnets and do rags, do that shit, bro. Let's normalize that shit. Let's normalize going around in bonnets. Cause shit, if I could drive around with a fucking bonnet, if I could walk around with a bonnet, I would. Cause I'm not gonna hold you. Having this hood over my head with this raggedy ass hair, cause I have not gotten a fucking retwist yet. Would be so much better, but you know, just do you. You know, em- embrace, embrace what you, embrace who you are, embrace what you do, embrace your culture, embrace your heritage. It's just simple as that. You know, I think it also goes into though we need to make sure people, um, just come to like start at least trying to understand other people. A lot of people don't do that. A lot of people are lazy about that. Like they won't try and understand other people. Well, and they'll judge them for like shit they really shouldn't be judged for. Yeah, they'll they'll you know they'll judge them off of a look you know like this like the saying that we that we all know since we was like fucking twelve, or since we was like eight. Don't judge a book by its cover. It's simple Everybody as that. that. Like you have to con- you like you have to take in- into consideration like who they are if they've been through something you know why they're doing it and shit like that like mm-hmm. 
if if I see King walking like walking with a with a with a dewey on or like a fucking bonnet, I'm not gonna say, oh, he a bum ass nigga. No, I'm gonna be like, he just trying to protect his hair. You know, he, he might be having a bad hair day. Or, you know, he just wanna be comfortable because bonnets low, they low key be comfortable. Oh, I swear they so, are. And if you don't know nothing about it, if it's not hurting you, then why care? Exactly. So I'm not like, like I'm not gonna tell you like you need to research this shit so you can be informed, but like you know, just be accepting now. So this is just how pe- some people do things. Okay, cool. It's, it's just simple as that. Like, different isn't always bad, people. <laughs> different isn't always bad. It really isn't. You know, being different is... Mm-hmm. I feel like be, being different is the new wave. And just, you know, being creative, you know, doing whatever you want. Because, like, best believe if me and Ken was trying to be like everyone else, y'all wouldn't have niggas in Lawrence. No. Like, y'all would have us trying to, you know, become rappers or some shit. Or, like... Put out music or just try and be those niggas who are, you know, on the block or just, you know. If I was just trying to fit on everybody else, I'd probably just solely be doing school right now. I'd just be, you know, fucking not even my what my major is. I don't know. I'd probably still be a psych major. That was my shit at the beginning. Yeah, exactly. We'd be... You know, going to frat, people going to frat parties. Oh, like, Jesus. Going every, to the bars every... Every fucking night. crusty-ass bars every weekend. Exactly. But instead, we put, you know, me and Ken, we're, we're, we're creatives, you know. We're real creative, and, you know, we like to work on our craft, perfect our craft. And instead of doing, like, you know, I'm not going to say, like, going to the bars and shit is stupid as fuck. So if that's how you want to live your life, then that's what you and do. And it can be a vibe sometimes. It really can. Let me not... I know I shit on the bars a lot, but they can really be pretty cool. It's just... Sometimes we just need some different type of experiences and fun in our life, especially as a black person at LFK. Exactly. We, we always comment on the music and just the vibe, you know, what's going on there. It's just, we like our different type of parties. Yeah, exactly. And there's just, you know, there's just a little difference. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, when it comes to, you know, being creative and shit, you know, do your own thing. Like, you know, maybe, you know, because, like, I have a friend, you know, a real close friend of mine. He, he doesn't like to drink, but, mm-hmm. you know... All, all people do nowadays is go to bars to socialize. So, you know, he feels like in order to fit in, drink. he has to go to bars and he has to drink. And one of the things I tell him, I'm like, bro, like, you don't even gotta do that. Like, there's a bunch of shit to do out here. You know, do your own thing. You know, like, he's in a bunch of clubs and shit. Like, bro, go link with them. Like, go mm. do some shit. You know, like, you don't have to hang out with them just in the club. Like, you can go out, do some shit, grab some food or do whatever. Like, the best people you can meet, some of the best people you can meet are the people you meet just doing the things you like to do naturally. Um, so you don't got to go out your way to go somewhere to um, meet people where you feel like uh, like people are going to be where like where you're supposed to be at. Just do what you do and, you know, connect with those around you. Exactly. And best believe nine times out of ten, if you're going to some shit that everyone, that everyone else is going to, like like the bars daily or, you know... Some sh- a frat party daily, half them niggas is just gonna be faking. They like they gonna be putting up a front, and when you actually when you actually get the time to get to know them, they're a totally different person. It's like a full one eighty. Yeah. So you know it's it's better to do some shit that you enjoy, and connect with someone when you realize that they like to do those thing those things as well, than to just do you know be a part of the crowd. Like I remember like, I don't know like everyone saying like oh I'm the black sheep of the family and da 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 and this but. Hey man, do do what you gotta do. Be yourself. Yeah, be yourself. Uh, yeah, 
But uh, yeah, you know, one of the things that you, I didn't forget this. I didn't forget this. We ended last podcast talking about Reddit porn. <laughs> you know, we talked about this in you know in the earlier in the earlier podcast. But let's get into it now, man. All right. So so AJ, so what's the deal with Reddit porn? All right. Let me let me explain this to you. All right. You got different types of porn. All right. You got the websites. <laughs> Okay. Right. You, you got the Pornhub X videos. Yeah. Damn, I'm I'm not gonna go too much in it because y'all gonna think I'm a, <laughs> y'all gonna think something of me, but that's not true. Don't be. I I I just have friends and family. Friends. All right. So on top of that, you got your social medias. Right. You got Twitter. You know. You got bots on Snapchat. Okay. You got Instagram thirst chats. You know, you have magazines, you know, that they did in the old days, Hustler, Playboy, shit like that, etc. Reddit. Reddit is its own category. All right, let me explain this to you. What makes Reddit just so different from everything else? Because, bro, on Reddit, you can get whatever, whatever you feeling. It is there, bro. What type of freak shit you need, cuzzo? It's, it's it's not even like on no freak shit, mm. like 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 with Pornhub and shit. It's just it's just vague, like like if, if you're looking for a certain thing, bro, you have to really type that bitch in, like like what you want to see. But like even with like you know like I would question, do you see some people that you like or like some people on the hub you like? Damn, like they fire, yeah. And then you try to see more shit, and they have OnlyFans, yeah. And you're not paying for that shit, yeah. Reddit. They some some of them post their shit on Reddit, bro. I'm telling you, Miss Be Nasty posts. She posts some of her shit on Reddit. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Chef's fucking kiss. I can't stand you, know, nigga. I know that there's a lot of backlash with Kanye right now, but even Kanye said he uses Reddit to watch porn. Kanye a freaky nigga. He and that's why he uses Reddit. That nigga watches hentai too. That's why he uses Reddit. No shame against anyone who does though. Exactly. Reddit is. Reddit is for the freaks, you know. Crazy. If 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 I don't I don't want no bitch unless she watches Reddit. <laughs> yes, bro. Yes, yes. I don't want no girl if you don't watch Reddit. All right. I'm weak as fuck. Because we all know damn well the the people on Twitter who be using Twitter porn be freaky as fuck because they got all these Twitter pages. They be getting on Twitter late at night or when they bored as fuck, and their feed just be filled with fucking porn. Their feed is filled with porn. Twitter is a really crazy place, bro. That shit is a lawless zone. You get on there, anything can happen. Exactly. You can see people getting killed. You can see some brutal crimes. See some freak nasty hoes. You could... Oh, see some shit. You want to know some freak nasty ho shit? Go on Spotify and and look up Hot Boy. Hmm. Do I really want to do that? I had to do it. It was disgusting. Uh, yeah, see, I, I, I'm good. I'm going to spare myself. It was... I was enjoying my day. Hey, man. It was... I'm going to just tell you what it was. I'm... Okay, <laughs> go ahead. I guess. Go it ahead. was... I don't know if it was the actual rapper, but it may be. It was him. He was undressed, no clothes on. Wow. In a fetal position. With his thing in his face. You got very descriptive detail of this. How long were you looking at this, bro? I it was it was like <laughs> 0.5 seconds, but you saw everything in that little circle. If you oh. I, shout out Christian because I told him to search this shit up. I said Christian, search up Hot Boy on Spotify. And I knew the moment 
he saw it, he said, okay, and and swipe the fuck off. Because all, all you need is, is 0.5, oh, half a second, a millisecond. That shit is nasty. Man, that's so crazy. That reminds me of the shit, you know, when uh, you were younger and, uh, like, for me, for me, how it happened, that some niggas I used to game with who were older than me, and they would, um, they told me one time to look up, hey, uh, they said my gamer tag, I forgot what it was, it was like, yo, such, 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 go look up Blue Waffles. Oh, I was about to say that. You know, that was... They be setting you up. Cause That's just traumatizing to see as a fucking, like, 12, 13-year-old. It is, bro, because who... Because that shit really was crazy. <laughs> that... That shit's nasty. It really is. There was... And going back to our childhood with so much nasty shit, there was, you know, the blue waffle. There was two girls, one cup. Which was wild. There was the horse thing. I don't know if you... That, the horse and the man, and the fact that that man died, like, a couple, like, a couple days later. Because that horse literally rearranged his guts. Yeah, all that shit, that, that shit's truly beyond me. Niggas took advantage of my innocence, man. Bro... Like I'm, them niggas were some dickheads. I'm not gonna say that they that they formed my childhood, but they desensitized the fuck out of me. Oh God! After seeing those three videos, bro, not nothing. No, because e- even now, like on TikTok, I don't know if you saw like the the man that got shot in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. I like it was it was this video, and it said you know an actor pretending to get shot in the back of the head, and he's doing all this extra shit, and then it's like me who's desensitized, you know. And spend too much time on TikTok, and it goes action. That nigga just falls to the floor, because like we see that shit, and it, it it doesn't it causes like no emotion for us. Like it's not eerie. It's not like or I don't want to see that. Like we're just we just look at it like okay, you know some shit I've been thinking of. You know since we grew up in like the prime time of the internet, niggas really didn't knew, know how to like. How to have so we can have a good relationship with it, if you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and manage it for us and protect us from it in certain ways to be ready. So we really just got everything as it was coming along, no filter. When there was like less rules about shit, and shit, that shit was crazy. It turned us into some whores, okay? Because I know that the man, the amount of porn I was watching growing up, <laughs> not even bro, kick, nigga, kick, kick, is crazy. kick, kick. You know, kick is a whole other thing that we will get into next week. Mm-hmm. Because that shit was wild. Alright. Sickening. You know, any last remarks that you had? Um, I don't got too much to say. Just once again, thank y'all for tuning in. Keep keep tuning in every week. We got some more content for y'all. So just enjoy the ride. Alright, well, we will see y'all pussy baconators later. <laughs>